Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust. As the Republic of Mentelect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this same time, the Mentalists. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nibin Minkari. This is Mentelect Radio, and tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing paranoia or heightened sensory. You know, a lot of people want to attribute paranoia to, um, you know, some sort of, um, well, I want to say some kind of delusional behavior. Like, what do they say about paranoia? You see, let's tell you what they say. Paranoia, a mental condition characterized by delusional delusions of persecution, unwarranted jealousy, or exaggerated self-importance, typically elaborated into an organized system. It may be an aspect of chronic personality disorder, of drug abuse, or serious conditions such as schizophrenia in which a person loses touch with reality. Okay, that's the beast, uh, you know, that's the idea they give. The word paranoia comes from the word paranormal, right? Uh, paranormal is another way of saying para is another way of saying very. Like when you say paranormal, you mean very normal, extremely no- normal, you see. So, you know, when you get into the extremeness of someone's paranoia, Obviously, it is a heightened form of sensory or something that they're sensing in a person or about a person, or it could be somebody else that's next to a person. See? But you pick up those sensories for a reason. Sometimes, you, and you have to be careful about those sensories, that um, form of para, the paranormal sensory, which I refer to as paranormal sensory, very normal sensory or extended mental sensory because, you know, you have to make sure your mind is pure and your mind is clean before those senses are aimed at anybody. Because sometimes we use those senses of paranormal to read people, to try to, you know, pick certain things up about them, notice things. Because we do have that capability. We do very much have that. A lot of it is linked to intuition, especially women tend to have that, you know, they tend to have that uh, characteristic. But you got to be very careful of that. You see, because you have certain people who have a, you know, have a bad experience with somebody, and they tend to carry that paranormal or that paranoid uh, uh, extra sensory, heightened sensory onto that person. And sometimes they're already thinking bad or they have a, some bad energy they might have picked up and they might try and pick that up off of somebody else or they try to feed that to somebody else or they try to look at other people. But like I said, it's when it's in its right space, when it's not uh, fed by other emotions, fed by other, you know, experiences you might have had with someone, paranoia is a good thing. You need to be paranoid. It keeps you alert. It keeps your sensory heightened. You see, people want to get you to relax in society. This is why this society is full of drugs. This society is full of drugs because people want you to relax or they want you to be out of your right state of mind. So, therefore, you know, when paranoia does set in, it always sets off in the craziest places because most of the paranoia and the heightened and that uh, uh, off-sensory 
usually comes from, you know, the uh, taking of drugs, which a lot of these um, drugs they have out there today, the PCP, the angel dust, you know, stuff they was trying to get black people to smoke, stuff that white people was taking in the 60s and the 70s, the angel dust, PCP, and all this other stuff, which a lot of them still take today. That causes a heightened sense of paranoia, you know. But usually it's based in delusion because the drug that they take is a, um, is a uh, what's the word I want to say? It's a synthetic drug that's made for people, and it creates a high that is, you know, it's not a natural high. It's more of a synthetic, artificial, drug-induced high. And that's what tends to give you delusions of paranoia. Like you see these people, these guys will be on PCP or angel dust, and they just paranoid. They're bugging out. They think everybody after they start attacking people. Like I said, paranoia is good because it heightens the sense where it lets you know where you are. It lets you know who you're around. It lets you know if you're in, you know, around any form of danger. You should make sure that you build this up somewhat in your children because it's heightened normal sensory, extended normal sensory, because we are constantly around danger. And we have to be able to read people, read places, read possessions, read these things, you see, so that our highest sensory can develop, so that we can, you know, use that paranormal sensory in accessing information about said subjects and topics and people that you need to know about, people that you need to, you know, find out about, things you need to find out about, you see. You need to do that, right? We must know this. We must constantly put our energy into knowing who and what, you know, we are um, extending into mentally where our sensory goes. Our sensory is highly important. So if you sense something about someone, again, before you feed that energy with that sensory and whatnot, you might want to, you know, make sure that your thoughts on this person is pure. When you come to that paranoia, that heightened sensory, make sure your thoughts are clear and pure and make sure you're seeing the right thing because it's so easy in that state of paranoia or that paranormal sensory, it's very easy to mistake the wrong things in people, things you may think you hear, see. But a lot of times what you hear, what you see, what you pick up is what it really is. You see? But you have to make sure your mind is pure before you get a, a good reading. Because we all read people. We all read people. We all get sensory off of people. We are, sens- we are sensitized beings. So being that we are sensitized beings, it is only natural that we develop a higher normal sensory rate in order to read who's around us, in order to know who's around us. It's very much a heightened sensory that's brought on by vibration. Pay attention. This sensory is born on by vibration. That's another reason for paranoia, a heightened sensory. Because you got so many people in the world that's that's trying to figure other people out, that's scared of people, that's, you know, that's, you know, nervous around people. You got so many people who are, you know, um, how you say, 
um, what's the word I want to say? Not antisocial, but, um, you know, uh, um, introverts. And they tend to look at everybody with a, you know, which is not a bad thing to do. But you got a lot of that type of energy that's around you, and you're bound to pick that up. You're bound to become one of those people because it is that time to become one of those people. We must be on paranormal alert when it comes to people, place, and possession, especially this time in the third dimension, because that's really where your sensory on the paranormal or paranoia state should heighten. As we are moving, as we are in motion toward a greater state of being, our paranormal sensory has to kick in. Our paranoia has to heighten because we don't know who's watching us, who's listening to us, who's, you know, feeling some color. And, again, it's not anything that we've done, but we keep our eyes open, you know. I tell women this all the time. Women, women can definitely or definitely need to be paranoid. Women definitely need to be that for their own safety. Women can't afford to be lax and laid back. Women can't afford that. Women must always be paranoid for their own safety and for the safety of their children. You know, men must be paranoid for the safety of their own families and the protection of their own families, you see. Because, like I said, most of the man's worry, if he's truly connected to his family, most of his paranoia and things revolve around the family, the safety of the family, is the wife okay? Things of that nature. These revolve around the, you know, the, the uh, you know, the care of his family. You know, men are not that paranoid when it comes to their own personal safety because for the most part, we as men know nine times out of ten, if you're a man with a little bit of size on you, decent amount of size, nobody's going to bother you. You know, nobody wants the headache of trying to fight with you or do anything to you. But women must be paranoid all the time. They must have their sensory up for themselves and for their children. This is why intuition ends up uh, developing stronger in women than it does in men. It develops stronger in women because women can't afford to be careless. There was this old line in the Godfather where they said women and children can be, can be careless, but men can't. No, women cannot be careless. Women can't be careless, and children can't be careless. Well, I'll say this. Children are careless by nature in a lot of ways. They have to be taught to care, and they have to be taught to be paranoid or carry paranormal activity in their mind when it comes to strangers, when it comes to people who don't mean them good, and they can pick that up a lot of times. You see, they have to be, you have to constantly let them know that they must always be on alert. You let your children know that. You see, they must always be on alert for danger. And they must always alert you if they feel any time where they are in danger. Am I making myself clear? You see, caution is everything. Caution is everything. In the Freemasonic Order, one of the first things you're taught as an entered apprentice is caution, being careful. You see, because this world is like walking a tightrope. Being in this third-dimensional realm is like walking a tightrope. You have to be careful not to fall on either side. You have to walk straight in the middle in the balancing act where you don't fall too much to the right or too much to the left. You have to walk in the middle. 
you have to walk linear, a straight path, so that you don't fall on either side. And you must always teach your children to be the same. There's never no time where you can tell, ever tell your children that they have to relax and be cool and be careful. No, because you as women, y'all definitely can't afford that. You definitely cannot. You must teach your children. This is why, you know, parents teach your children don't speak to strangers, don't speak to adults, don't do this, because you are taught early as children to be distrustful of adults, especially strangers, because you know what can happen with strangers and the children and adults, strange adults. Hell, you know what can happen with children and adults they know. So you must always tell them because children are helpless, you see, and you got a lot of people out here who will prey on the helplessness of children, a lot of sick people who will prey on the helplessness of children. You must always make it clear to them to trust no one, unless it's their family or their adult, adults and whatnot. And like I said, you have to trust is something that's built. Your parent, the parents are the ones who are supposed to tell the children who to trust. Your parents tell, parents tell the children who to trust. And who not to trust That's a job for the parents That is not a job for the children You see Because everybody that your children Everyone that your child is going to meet should be, You should meet them first That's why you know I speak against that Having friends in school And going to school and making all these friends And whatnot. because This is a way for children to let their guard down When you know When you are When children are meeting with other children they tend to be more lax and at ease and playful and things like that, and their guard tends to be down. And a lot can be put into a child's mind when they are, or when they have their guard down, when they're being careless. A lot can be indoctrinated into them, put into their mind by those children who appear to be as their friends. Those children are used a lot of times go out here and spread poison into the minds of other children. You know, the children come to school, like I said, they got the they got the uh parents, the hood rat parents who are gonna send their hood rat children to school and their children are gonna be bothering your children. Their children are gonna be interacting with your children. Their children are gonna teach your children the bad ways or ignorant ways and that's and that your child might bring that home with you. And your child's open to receive that because their child has not been taught to move with caution and do not entertain submental people. Do not un, don't do not entertain submental people. Your children are not taught that. See, because you think children are children and you know they not get to know each other, and they meet each other, and whatever the case may be, that's a person, that child, that little child who's playing with your child is the one who will destroy your child mentally, will destroy everything that you are trying to put in your child. They will undermine that in your child. A lot of times you parents tend to, you, you parents will be, a lot of times when you look at the children your, your child plays with, you parents will be kind of paranoid about where they come from. You will tend to watch the children. Parents will tend to watch the children, see how they interact. They'll talk to the children who their children play with because they might sense something about that child. Or they want to know something. Because they want to know who their children are playing with. They want to know who's in your children's room, who's in their house. You want to know that. 
you will develop that heightened sensory. Okay? You're going to want to know that. You're going to want to develop that heightened sensory of who is in alignment or who is in line to be trusted and who is not. When you think people are out to get you, when you think people are following you, when you think people are watching you, you may be right. You may be right, especially if you're a woman. If you're a woman, you should always think that someone is watching, men are watching you. Because I told, I tell, you know, women all the time, when you are by yourself, when you are alone, when you come and go, when your comings and goings, trust and know someone is watching. Some man somewhere, nine times out of ten, is watching you. He may not be doing it, you know, consciously, or maybe he will be doing it consciously, but somebody is watching from somewhere, whether it's just a, a part of your day where you walk a certain route on your way to work or you do a certain thing. You, somebody is seeing you and watching you, and someone is thinking something about you. And it's why you women should always be looking around at your surroundings, looking behind you, looking in front of you, looking, you know, next to you, all this. You're supposed to always have this because you women are the most vulnerable when it comes to this. Men are always looking for an opportunity. I should say males are always looking for an opportunity if they are too fixed on you. If they're too fixated on you, males are always looking for an opportunity to eventually encounter you on some level, be it positive or negative. Keep that in mind. So knowing that your heightened sensory, your paranormal sensory has to be built up so that you can sense when these people are coming near you, when they're going to approach you. What are they going to approach you about? Will you have to be on guard? Do you need a weapon? Do you have to get these people away from you? This should always be on your mind. You know, as a woman in the world, as women in the world, you are always going to be seen as vulnerable, the most vulnerable, even with guns, even with weapons, even with all this stuff. That's all nice and everything. But like I said, and you can, you know, I'm not saying that it won't help. Of course it helps, but, you know, it's not going to help much if you, get caught sleeping, not paying attention, you get caught slipping, and you can't get to that gun, you can't get to that knife, you can't get to whatever you got to do to protect yourself. So way before any of that happens, no one should be able to get up too close on you or or approach you in any kind of way because you should always think that you are in danger. You should always teach your children that they are in danger, and they may not be in danger. But teach them as though they are in danger because what that will do is heighten their sensory. Act as though you are in danger, you women, because that will heighten your sensory. You know, I do a test so often where I try to act as though somebody's chasing me to get in the house and I got to be the one to get my keys out really fast to get in the door. Sometimes I practice that, honestly. I act like somebody's chasing me to get in the house and I got to get my keys out to get in the door really fast, you know. So if that shit ever happened, not that well, yes, if that shit ever happened, I can get to those keys quickly. I can get into my house quickly. You see, paranoia helps you prepare for things. Paranoia is the strongest power, the strongest component to help you prepare for things. 
prepare for ongoing attacks. Prepare for the things that, that you shouldn't be falling into alignment with. You see, if our people were more paranoid, they wouldn't be in the condition they in. Because all of this came from our people not being paranormal, extra normal in their perception and figuring people out, figuring places out, figuring possessions out, and why we are being utilized, why we're being used to gather these things and to be, you know, entertain these people. Why are we being used? Because I said the greatest and the best people will always be in high demand and and the people who are constantly demanding their services in some way, shape, or form will constantly, you know, need to be watched. You know, you have to be extra normal, you know, paranormal, extra normal in your sensory about these people. Realistic about the sensory these people, about your sensory about these people, your ideas about these people, what you let organically grow in your head about people, place, and possession, and your judgments. So no, paranoia is really high sensory. Paranoia is really high sensory and picking up on the vibration of previous actions and things that happened before your time. Because see, a lot of actions that happen over and over and over again in the third dimension are actions that are picked up from the past and that are continued on in a vibration and a continuous vibration. And, and like I said, the people who are caught in that vibration, they end up, with, you know, going through the same things as the person who started in the first place. They end up going through the same thing. Right? So when men, so when you men get mad at women, you flip out on women and you kill women, know that you're picking up on the energy of another man who flipped out on a woman and killed a woman. Or you women get mad, flip out, flip out on a man and kill a man, you know, who 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 harming you or or just a man in general. Like I said, you picking up on the energy of women who've done that before. So that's a vibration in the atmosphere that we pick up on. Don't matter if it's good, don't matter if it's bad. But if you're open to receive it, then so be it. And again, the paranormal attached to that goes along with that. The paranormal is attached. It goes along with that. And, you know, we must accept that people saying we are paranoid and that these are not senses or sensory that we should pay attention to, that we should see them as delusional. No. We have these paranormal sensories, the paranormal, paranormal senses for a reason. Everything we have is for a reason. Right? Everything we have is for a reason. Just like everything the humans have is for a reason. Everything they have is for a reason. And everything we have is for a reason. And we must always also understand that that reason is always redefining itself. What do I mean by that? That's always redefining itself. The purpose of why we do what we do and why we interact with these humans and why this and why that is always redefining itself. And we must be on the forefront of that 
redef- redefinition of it because we can't allow people to rein us in with, you know, saying that we paranoid because we look at these people as well. We paranoid if we think people are out to get us. We paranoid if you think people want to poison you through the COVID shot. If that's what you think, and nine ten out of ten, that's what it really is. You see, in this society, I told you, they want you to put your brain to sleep. They want you to put your brain to sleep. And in putting your brain to sleep, you are relaxing your paranormal sensory. You are relaxing your paranormal sensory. It is for you to be on heightened alert, on heightened sensory. You know where that comes from in us? That comes from the serpent. Notice the serpent, when the serpent moves on you, the serpents are always on a heightened sensory. The serpents are always watching your moves and everything else. And if you make any sudden moves, what they're going to do, they're going to strike and, and attack you and bite you. See, that's what they do with all that, you know, paranormal activity. That heightened that activity, heightened activity. All that extra motion for no reason. That's done to do what it do, which is to, you know, check those who are coming in alignment or coming in the or coming in the way of that serpent. You see, the serpent don't hesitate to hurt the serpent. Has that fear of everyone coming in its space, stepping on. So what does it do? It just bites you and attacks you and knows that that bite is going to destroy you. It's venomous. Everybody know. And that venom is fueled by their paranoia, by their fear. The poison, the poison of that is fueled by their fear, by their paranoia. The poison of their venom makes it that much more deadlier. Because when you go and you try and you have an animal or some kind of creature was afraid of you or a person that's afraid of you, they're going to come out at you fighting to protect themselves, and they're going to give you the damnedest fight of your life. If it's in a fight, it might just be you, them killing you. You see? And again, that's because of this heightened sensory. It's because of the heightened sensory the paranormal heightened sensory that everybody has on some level. If you don't have it, then there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. You are seen as one who does not really care about the circumstances of yourself, circumstances of your children, who was around your children. That's why when a lot of these women say they tell their mother they've been molested by their boyfriends or family members or whatever the case may be, what do these women usually do? They usually have an idea of something like this happening, you see, and they usually have a paranormal sensory of these things happening, but they don't address them because they want to try and keep everything cool. They want to keep the status quo, whatever however the situation is. But that's not nothing new. It's not nothing new. It's only new to the people who have not experienced that paranoid and heightened sensory that I'm speaking of. And again, this is something that is connected to our people. This paranoia, paranoia's highest sensory is connected to our people. It is not to anybody else. 
So they had to figure out how to work, how to work on that, how to go to work on that to work to dismantle it in our people, to work to get us relaxed, calm us down. You see, in calming us down, getting us to relax, you get people to trust you, you see. And it's always these people that end up killing you or harming you in some kind of way because you took that, you you got them to drop the, you know, that higher sensory. You got them to drop that. And once you get them to drop that, they are now they are now walking by, side by side with you like nothing. And you can do whatever you will with those people who you get to drop their sensory, their sense, their sensibility. Again, this is why the people in religion promote belief over logic and rationale because, again, that means that if you are thinking logically and rationally, then you are supposed to be raising logical and rational children, not a bunch of females who want to, you know, be, you know, like Mary J. Blige or something like that, you know, stuff like that, that liberated. You should always be on the lookout for that. You should always be paranoid about producing those type of children. See? Your mindset should always be to put that mindset of survival and purpose in your children. And the paranoia will be easily exercisable in their mind. It'll be exercisable in their mind. They'll be able to, meaning they'll be able to utilize it. They'll be able to utilize it mentally. If you can't utilize it mentally, there's no implantation of it physically. They can only be utilized mentally. And your actions from the mind dictate how you process this paranormal behavior of yours, this high sensory intuition that works in alignment with your heightened state or your heightened sensory. Keep that in mind. The paranormal state that they talk about, you know, of people, you know, you thinking that people are trying to set you up, that people are trying to do something, people are trying to harm you, or you think too much over, overthink it too much. But never do, never anywhere do they encourage you to approach these people, which I don't say you should, but they tell you not to, you know, that you don't, that these people are untouchable. You can't approach these people, whoever you think. Had an issue, and they might look at you like you're crazy. But obviously, something you pick up off of these people, something that you can't let go, something that you just can't dismiss, you are supposed to hold on to that. You're supposed to hold on to that. Whatever thoughts you have about a person, you know, that, you know, when in a pure state, you know, something that you just can't let go of, something that you feel is very important and dire that you keep in your mindset about people, you can hold on to it, especially if it's going to aid in you being safe around these people. You should hold on to that sensory. Don't let people just tell you, oh, you know, you know, what, what, you know, don't worry about you, you bugging out, you don't, you don't make any, nah, hold on to it. The reason why people seem more heightened and their sensory is up more when they, Say they doing drugs or they might be smoking herbs. The reason that happens is because the drugs the drugs really try to 
get you to mimic the state you're in when you're smoking marijuana, and that is a relaxed state, and that is a state of clarity. So here come the drugs, the process, refined drugs to get you to think within that, within that uh, circle, that circle which is in the circle of illusion, to get you to think within that. See, a lot of people go off of what their thoughts are. They go off of what their thoughts are concerning, you know, whatever, but they don't question their heightened sensory about the situation. You see, they don't tend to look into their heightened sensory. They don't tend to investigate. Like I said, you can have thoughts about people or have thoughts about what's going on around you or whatever the case may be. And you might be crazy as I don't know what, or you might be right. Just study it. Pay attention to it. There's a reason why you might have some higher paranormal sensory, you know, be it good or bad, concerning somebody. Pay attention to it. Don't always be ready to listen to people try to get you to be, you know, uh, or, you know, you being too No, don't listen to those people. You see, don't listen to those people. Because, like I said, the so-called black race, because they are, they don't want to really protect themselves, their people, or community, and they'd rather share this hatred and paranormal behavior, paranoid behavior, you know, in a negative way. And like I said, I don't suggest I don't suggest that you uh, have these discussions with regular people concerning paranoia and what it really is. You see, heightened sensory is very powerful. Heightened sensory is very powerful, and because heightened sensory is very powerful, it can read into a lot of things. You can read into a lot of things. And maybe things that you're not necessarily meant to read into. That's why they'll say, you know, somebody will say to you, you know, you're reading too much into it. Sometimes you are reading too much into things. Sometimes you are. But you've got to be willing to admit that sometimes you read too much into things. Sometimes you put energy into the wrong things because maybe your mind is not pure. Maybe you had a bad experience with someone or one who called yourself a friend, a teacher, Lee, whatever. You might have had a bad experience and you carry that bad experience with you. That's how they plague you. Because once you be around them and notice you've been around them, you don't even trust your own people anymore. You don't. And that's the highest form of paranoia when you think that your real people, not your fake people, but your real people are against you. You see? Because as it stands now, paranoia is used to tear societies apart, to tear people apart, to cause rifts on a lower level. This is why I say, you know, our personal needs, our personal encounters need to turn into business ones. You see, what personal connections within? But it should first, first and foremost be uh, business. First and foremost. And whatever grows from that, that's fine. Because in that time, you get to know people. You get to see people. You get to receive them as they are. And that can be interrupted when people are trying to convince you 
that you you know you having good thoughts or bad thoughts or whatever thoughts about a person, you know, just detonate things in your head. You know, that want to feel independent, that want to feel free to do whatever you want to do. You know, that happens. That happens when paranoia sets in. Paranoia doesn't take long to set in because it's already naturally installed in you. Those who carry a paranoid mindset, those of you who look around, look at people, you're looking at people's hands, you already carry that with you anyway. That's something that you carry within you, same way you carry a genetic material makeup, the same way you carry that paranoid, that paranormal sensory with you, you carry that heightened sensory with you. You see, and a lot of times we're giving it for a reason, for protection. Again, think about a lot of the people who don't even have it. They won't think twice about going out in the street 3, 4 in the morning or walking around and not having no kind of, you know, protection or anything and just going into the wrong place. They don't think anything about it. Remember I tell you about those females, these Caucasian females, who will go up in the damn mountain somewhere on a retreat by themselves, no gun, no nothing, just take their sleeping bag and just go hiking up the damn, in the damn mountain, no gun, no, no, just just a damn sleeping bag and up. So when one of those uh, homeless derelicts grab them and rape them and kill them and, 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 and discard their body, never find anybody, they, you know, their family don't say that stuff. You know, I should have taught them to be more paranoid. I should have taught them to be more paranoid, to look at people for what they are, look at us for who we are and who you ultimately will be. That's what you put in the mind of the paranoid people. You put purpose and sensory and sense of purpose within the people. You see, it must be exactly, you must learn how to use your paranoia. You must learn how to use that paranormal sensory in order to survive, to live, to protect yourself. You see, all of our people need to have that, but they don't see it as necessary. No. They all need to have it, but they don't see that as necessary. And if you don't see heightened sensory as necessary, that means you're not an extended being. You're not on a higher level mentally if you don't see it that way. Because that's the only way to see it. That's the only way for it to be. The sensory is just that, extended mental sensory. Those sensory, those high mental capabilities, and they will extend into the physical attributes. They become a living, growing race of beings. And we all, we did it all by way of paranoia. We made sure we watched who we talked to. We made sure we watched who we consorted with who we encountered, who we called brother and sister. We're making sure of that because we had a lot of people, especially here, we had to practice that form of paranoia even when it comes to certain people that come into community who ain't been here long. We got to be like that sometimes, well, you know, until it's said time. But, you, you know, you don't know. I say it should be built up for stronger things, not for petty things. The paranoia and that sensory should be built for higher things, advanced. And if that's not going to be the focus of your advancement, 
if you're not going to use paranoia as a way to springboard you into the next mindset, into the next mentality, then, you know, it's all for nothing. You know, it's all for nothing. Sensory to sensory is even more powerful. Paranormal activity is powerful. It's even more powerful when there's a collective people to bounce that off and share it with. It's even more powerful. The senses that you have today, if they're very strong, they will extend and they will resonate tomorrow, which means the future. But again, remember I said the other night about the R word. You got it. That's that's for them. Our focus is on the building up of our mental capabilities, you know. So let the beast have the mentally controlled, the mental slave. Let him have those. As the paranoia, as the paranoia tends to set in to your people's minds, as it tends to set into your way of thinking. As paranoia, you know puts you on heightened alert, what are you taking from you in that state of heightened alert? What are you noticing in that state of heightened alert? Because what you notice in that state of paranoia, whether you're paranoid about a male or a female or your children or whatever the case may be, a very important lesson is being given to you in that state of paranoia. What is the lesson that you're getting? What is the lesson that you're getting in that state of paranoia? Anybody know? I want to see if my people in my DOM MSR chat know. What is the very important lesson that you're getting in that state of paranoia? I'll wait. Perception. Always be aware. Forethought. Intel. Alertness. These are all good answers. These are all answers. But there's one answer in particular that I'm looking for. Thing you get in that heightened sense of paranoia. The thing you get in that high sense of paranoia is the extended energy of those people that you're reading off or that you're picking up. You're going to get in that moment, if you're quiet and you listen to the next state of paranoia, you're going to be able to pick up other people's energy. It's going to be, you're going to be able to pick up their energy stronger. And based on what you pick up, that should either heighten your sensory to that person or it will lower it. You see? Did I follow what I'm saying? Does everybody follow what I just said? Energy from that person. You see? Because that paranoid sensory it is like a scan. When you get in that state of heightened sensory and you are in a state of, you know, you're in that state of um, paranormal 
uh, um, in that state of paranormal focus where you're looking at everything and you hit, you've hit the, you've frozen and you're looking at everything and you're looking around you, you're picking up those people's energy. Notice this when you get in that state of paranoia, you can almost feel the people moving towards you. You can almost pick up their energy like their energy becomes a part of your energy. You know what I'm talking about? You can almost pick up their energy. You can feel it's like now their, their, their energy has become amplified. You can hear it more. Their energy becomes amplified. It's almost like it's become stereo. It's like a stereo. You know, you pick up that energy, it's amplified, and like I said, everything. You ever see how they show you in the movies where, where before a fight scene about to happen, and they go in slow motion, they, and the person listening, and they hear the person's footsteps louder, they hear, they, they picking up their energy, they sense them like something's about to happen, and they tapping in and pulling into that person's energy. Because what's about to happen is it's an immediate response if you don't pick up the right sensory the right energy from that person an immediate response is about to happen you are about to attack this person or you are about to make a counterattack on this person who's going to who you feel is going to attack you in other words you're bearing down in order to or attack you are picking up that person's energy or you are knowing that that person's energy is not being aimed towards you so you already you already done linked into that person's energy source and you see and you start to feel where they're coming to you at where they're coming from and where they're headed to or what their intentions are towards you. You're already starting to pick that up. We'll be right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're breaking my heart. You've changed. You've changed. <laughs> Thank you. 
stimuli or stimulant to offset the natural order or the natural connection with that sensory. You see, contrary to what people think, people say marijuana is, you know, causes paranoia. Yeah, not marijuana weed does, but marijuana actually helps heighten it. Marijuana actually helps heighten your mental sensory or that paranormal sensory. It helps to heighten it. Like I said, we just established early in the first half of this broadcast that the paranormal or paranoia, paranormal sensory is not a bad thing. It's actually an excellent thing. And marijuana does help to heighten it because you, you, can, you will be more on point, more relaxed, more focused, you see. And what that tends to do, it helps you focus on things more instead of being more, um, you know, caught up in things more, you know, when you tend to be more, uh, you know, all over the place. You know, one of the things, the herbs that make you calm down and relax is marijuana, and it helps with your senses. It really does. It helps with your focus. You see? And I bear witness to this because my focus is very clear when using marijuana, very clear. So clear that it's almost scary. Because when you're not, like I said, you, you got time to really, you know, you, you got you can't help but to pick up anxiety things because you got some, your mind on so many things. And sometimes your mind is on things that don't even need to be focused on. When your mind is on things that don't even need to be focused on, that sensory is heightened. That, you know, and that, thing, and that occurs in you, you'll tend to be extra sensitive to certain situations, certain setups, you'll tend to be extra sensitive toward that. So, you know, to calm all that down to lessen it, that's what marijuana does. It helps to bring down your anxiety because, like I said, it's very easy to pick up anxiety in this three-dimensional realm that's constantly moving and people are moving around you, people who are in the three-dimensional state, even the lower-level people. So this helps into balancing out that paranormal sensory that is moving in you. You see, you got a lot of people who pick up that paranormal sensory from those who have no paranormal sensory. In other words, you got certain people that don't have that paranormal, that normal sensory, their sensory line intact. Those are people, you ever see these people that they just get into the dumbest situations, they get in all the trouble in the world, it's like they have no future sight, no foresight, they walk into the dumbest things, walk into the dumbest setups, with the worst people, they have the worst luck when it comes to dealing with people is because they don't have any real senses. They don't have any real, you know, uh, they don't have any real uh, uh, 
clarity or connection or extended connection when it comes to people, place, and possession. They don't have it. They're just as, you know, in their understanding of things as people, place, and possession than, you know, than anyone. Like I said, so it's easy for these people to get caught up in this stuff. This is why people get caught up in this, in this three-dimensional things in this realm. They get caught up in people, place, and possession because they don't realize the energy that these things carry, nor do they got the sensory to figure out what these things carry. Because what makes a woman, what makes one woman go with the, go with go with the wrong man, and another woman go with the right? Go don't go with that man. Like what makes one woman go with a man, and another woman don't? And her life gets messed up, and the one she avoids that man, her life doesn't get messed up. What makes that happen? What makes us make the choices we do in life when we make the right choices versus the wrong choices in life? That's that paranoid, that's that paranormal sensory in us. That's that paranormal sensory in us where we read people. We can read people and know if they're going to be right for us in the long run, if they're strong people, if they're people that stand up people. You see, a lot of times we misread things and misread people because of, our, because of fear that's attached to our paranormal sensory. We have a lot of misplaced fear, a lot of old and uh, uh, fear that's laying around from early encounters that we went through, people who we trusted, you know, and we got hurt by these people. And a lot of times, like I said, we still carrying the vibrations of that hurt. And like I said, sometimes when we are, you know, put in a situation where we are encountering other people, we try to put that on them, like I said earlier. But, our sensory is supposed to work better than that. See, when your sensory works better than that, people can read and pick up on whether and how strong your sensory is. People can pick up on that. Like, women can send messages for men to leave them alone. Men can send messages out for women to leave them alone. People can send out messages, and people, that's why people know when you really want to be left alone and when you really don't. Men and women can pick that up. When you really want to be, um, you know, when you really want to be, um, you know, encountered or, you know, connected with, people can pick that up. That's a form of that heightened sensory versus that lesser sensory. You see, that's when you have to, you know, you got the animals. Their their sensory is instinct. You see. Their sensory on the animal is instinct. That's the animal's form of in, uh, of uh, of uh, paranormal or paranoia. Theirs is instinct. You see, and like I said, your humans move off of the same instinct. Your humans move off the same instinct. And I ever said this: the paranormal behavior, that paranoid movement, is that we make. And that cautious mindset that we have and those piercing eyes, that's part of the reptilian genetic in us. That's part of the reptilian genetic. And we, you, you see people got those piercing eyes and they're looking right at you and they like checking to see like they can see. That's that reptilian in us because, you know, that was given to us to protect us and keep us in a heightened state of sensory and high communication. It keeps us moving like how the serpent keeps moving. That's why I said the serpent has the highest sensory. The serpent can hear you from miles away. And a lot of us are going to have that sensory where we can hear people from miles away, people coming. We're going to be able to pick up on whether these people are going to 
you know, harm us. We're going to have foresight and future sight into that because that in the third dimensional realm is a serpentine uh, uh, capability. That is a serpentine capability, and we will have the ability to pick that up, to see miles ahead, because all of those high mental capabilities are for our own caution, for our safety. That's for our safety. Paranoia is the foundation of all of our high mental sensory, and that is, again, for our safety. So I make myself flex. And it's for our safety. We don't, like I said, and you know, the high soaring uh, 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 birds, like I said, they have that sensory, that instinct as well. That's why we have it, because the only way to trigger into higher senses and the high sensory, and even I said this before, I said, as we're moving toward the fourth dimension, as these humans become the grave, I said, we're going to need our high mental sensory and our high mental capabilities for survival. We're going to need that for survival. You see? Fear, fear will trigger those high mental capabilities. Fear, the need to survive more than anything. I only want to say the fear, but the need, the must to survive. We must survive. And so in order for us to survive, we have to adapt on a higher level. And part of having that higher sensory or that paranormal sensory, that paranormal behavior is part of the adaption. You see, that's part of us adapting on a higher level to be able to pick up the sensory of these lesser beings who might try and harm us, might try and put us in a compromising position, might try and put us in a bad state of being. Like I said, we have to have that for survival. Everyone develops or those people who are meant to develop their high sensory is done for survival, nothing else. It's done for the ultimate survival. Because without that, without that survival, we would die. This is why most creatures are preyed upon, because the creatures that are preyed upon, you know, destroyed, and even down to the humans who are preyed upon, those are the people who did not have that sensory. Because if we, if they had the sensory to not go down that way, not to take that turn, not to make this left, not to do that, then they would still be here. They would still be alive. They would continue forward. But the people who get devoured, the people who become prey, those are the people who lack that paranoia or that, that sense of para, that paranormal, paranormal mindset or that paranoid mindset because that is like an alarm clock. See, that's like an alarm system for you going off, telling you don't go in that direction. Don't go over there. Don't be around these people, you see. And it usually comes on around certain people. You see, and you should not ignore that if it comes on around certain people or you're going to feel unsafe or you're going to feel like you're in danger. That's your senses triggering you to get away from these type of people. That's your sensory kicking in for your survival and that's for your protection. You see, anything where you're feeling danger, anything where you're feeling trapped or whatever the case may be, or you're feeling a bad type of energy about a person, you may, nine times out of ten, you're right. Nine times out of ten, you're right. And you're getting that because it's meant for you to be cautious around that person. To be cautious around that person, make sure your children are cautious around that person, or not even to be around that person. 
and for you to limit your encounters with these people. That's what that's for. Because, again, the difference between those of us who live on and survive in this world versus those who become prey and who are devoured is that sense, is that paranormal sense. Because the people who sit around here nine times saying, oh, you paranoid, you just, those are the people who end up dead in jail in a bad situation versus you who outlives them, survives, whatnot, because you were paranoid, because you didn't go with those people when you was like, you didn't, you wasn't feeling something about those people. You might say, don't go with them people. I don't like that. Or somebody, somebody might have told a child, I don't like them people you're hanging around with. Remember the parents used to say, it used to be a time when your parents or your grandparents would be like, yeah, bring your friends around. I want to see your friends. I want to, you know, I want to meet your friends. They were saying it because they wanted to see the type of people you were hanging around because they were trying to read those people. They were trying to use that extrasensory perception or that paranormal behavior to read those people because the elders, they had it at one point in time. The elders, you know, the elders were not here anymore. These new elders, I don't know what to say about them. They just all fools and whatnot. They want they just as foolish as the young younger people. But the old elders, they used to be like, Bring your bring your friends around, I want to meet them. And they'll look them in their eyes and talk to them and they could tell based on what they reading from those people. Oh, don't hang around that person no more. Or that person, I don't like this person. They tell you I don't like this person. You shouldn't be hanging around that person. They'll tell you that. I don't like that person's eyes or something. They'll tell you something ain't right, but they don't like that. You see? My grandmother used to tell me this about a friend of mine who I had years ago. You know, she said, I don't like his eyes. You know? You know, the way she said, eyes, the windows to the soul. But my grandmother told me about a person, I don't like his eyes. Like I said, she's seen something that was malicious there. And, and, you know, not even malicious that this person was mentally ill. But I get the point. She was on point. She was on point. You see? But, again, you have to also make sure that if somebody's telling you something, make sure it's pure. Again, a lot of people tell you things and they use what they say is their perception when it's already being used to prejudge people because sometimes, like I said, they might have had a bad encounter with somebody early in their life and they want to equate that bad encounter with a new or next encounter. They want to try and put everybody under that bad space, you know, uh, uh, mindset, you see. So those are the people who you cannot rely on for that paranormal behavior or paranormal thought to come from. You can't rely on them for that. Like I said, it was a time when the women, they looked to their mothers for advice and, you know, things and thoughts and things like that. You can't really look to your – unfortunately, like I said, this, this next generation of ones who are going to be elders, they – I don't know what to say about them, though. They, they sensory is way off, way off. So, you, you know, so those, of, those of you, you know, who don't have your parents to look to, you know, you got to develop it in yourself. Nine times out of ten, if it's not meant for you to look to them, it's meant for you to develop in yourself. And that's what we're going to do, and especially encourage the women to develop it in yourself more than anything. We're right back.
after these senses set in in full, you'll be able to see why they were necessary to form in you in the first place. See, in the fourth dimension, higher sensory, because, again, if we have that paranormal sense, that's usually a sign that, you know, when it's in its right state, you know, when it's on point. Because you got, like I said, you got a lot of people who are often delusional and they're heightened paranoia. You know, it's off. They fear the wrong people. They go around the wrong people. They connect to the wrong people. They push away the right people that they should have around them. And that's the people who are not in the right state of mind. If you're not in your right state of mind, you cannot be in that right state of sensory. That paranormal sensory is not going to be in alignment to where it's supposed to be because, again, that is for your caution and for your protection. Your paranormal or paranoia or paranormal behavior is for the activation of your higher mental sensory so that you are protected, so that you are safe, so that you move cautiously. That's serpentine. That's the serpentine inside of you. You see, those who have the deep stairs, the piercing stairs, when we look at things, when we watch things, we know this firsthand. We know this firsthand. We know this sensory firsthand. And we take this sensory firsthand. And we look at it in the first sensory of higher state. And we know that this paranormal behavior, what they call paranoia, in this third dimensional state is actually normal in the fourth dimension. Because we will be the beginning, the first of any vibration that goes out into the lower and the lesser dimension. So everything will be heightened with us and will trickle down in them. And therein lies our control over the human race. We must have the hardest and strongest thoughts. Hear me, and I want you all to pay attention. We must have the hardest and strongest thoughts, right, when it comes to these humans and allow ourselves to think of thinking ways that they think in order to understand them, and that is what will heighten our sensory so we know what to look for and we know what to see when we come amongst these humans or these other people who are not on our level. We know what to protect ourselves from. We know what to shield ourselves from. We know what to keep ourselves and our children away from. See, those of you who heard the private class last night, you know exactly what I mean when I said, we must develop and we must adopt in us, you see, because our heightened mental sensory is something that will protect us in the future from these humans, will will separate us in the future from these humans. It will develop in us because when you are protecting yourself, when you are moving with caution to continue going, you must make, you know, you must make routes or you must carry routes that take you straight to where you need to go and maneuver away from these humans, maneuver through them. See, paranormal behavior shows you how to move strategically. 
Paranormal behavior should show you how to move strategically. You see, you make the smartest moves when you have to move with caution, when you have to move with paranormal and heightened mental sensory, when you have to move and think that, and you start to think in your mind that, you know, these people that I'm moving through, I'm moving through these people every day, and these people are against me in some way, shape, or form. It's good to make yourself think like that. It's good to make yourself, it's good to put yourself to that, through that idea that the people you move through, the people you move around, that these people are out to get you. Why do I say that? Because when you think the most outrageous thing about these people that you say are out to get you or whatever the case is, usually they will end up revealing what it is they want from you or what they are around you for, what their true intentions when it comes to you, when you think all the way through what they could want. They will you you will usually access what it is that they truly do want if they want anything at all. You will be able to access that. You see, y'all follow what I'm saying? In other words, it becomes like a magnet that you could pull out. You see, it's like that magnet where you pull out that thing in them. You pull out that frequency. You pull out that you know that transmission in them. You pull it out in them. You see. Women are good at smoking things out of men. They're good at pulling things out of men. Mentally, you know, women know what, real women know what kinds of questions to ask. Females don't know, don't know a damn thing. They don't know what to ask. They don't know what to look for. Real women, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about women who are not in their right state of mind. I'm talking about real women who are in their serpentine state of mind, in their right state of mind, in their focal state of mind. They know what to look for and men look for and look, you know, what they see, and they know what they pick, to pick out and then what type of men to deal with. They already know. They know. Okay? That is a serpentine energy that they carry within them. You see? That's a serpentine energy that they carry in them. And men, they move as circumspect, and they know every man that they look at they always look at it as a potential warrior or a potential opponent, I should say. Excuse me. They look at it as a, a potential opponent because men are taught to be warlike, you know, as far as not warriors, but as far as, you know, into protection of themselves. Men are always taught to be protective of themselves or, you know, to be guarded, you see. That's the serpentine. Because we have a lot of creatures moving through this planet. So we were given serpentine type of paranormal uh, um, sensory to protect us. That's why we were given the sensory, many of our people were given the sensory of the serpents, of the reptile, of the serpentine. We were given that sensory for a reason more. You notice our stare is like that of the serpent. You notice our movement could be like that of the serpent and our strike could be as fast as a serpent strike at times when we are paranoid, when we are in a paranormal state, when we are reading people's energy, reading, picking up their motion, their vibration, their movement, we're picking that up and we're being cautious as we're moving around them. You see, we're being guarded. We're being guarded. And we must stay guarded. We must continue the guarding of ourselves because, again, that was a, how you say, that was a connection we lost 
in this society, especially when the so-called white men came here onto the shores of America, and a lot of our people started trusting them. And again, we let our guard down. We let down our, our paranormal sensory, our serpentine sensory, to know that these people were dangerous and they meant us no good and that they should be destroyed immediately. That they should have been destroyed on the shores immediately before they were allowed to come onto the shores. They should have been made to stay where they were. You see? And it still happens to this day. Still happens to this day. That's why I say in the beast, these niggas trust, man. Because I told you in these last days, the ones who are going to trust in the beast, these niggas are not paranoid enough. They don't have par- no type of paranormal sensory in them. If you trust in the beast, all your serpentine, uh, all your serpentine power and energy is gone. If you trust in them, you see. If you trust in the beast, all of that serpentine power and energy is gone. That sensory, you cut off from that sensory, and those are the ones who are going to be sacrificed. Do I make myself clear? Those are the ones who are going to be sacrificed. Those are the ones you're going to trust in the beast. Those are the ones that's going to get those hundred jabs or whatever they say. Those are the ones. You see, you were given that sensory out of survival, out of sense of survival. You see, so consider yourself to be fortunate enough to be paranoid because there's so many people out there who are not. They try to tell you not to be paranoid because they don't have that sensory of perception. Those are the people who are going to continuously walk into danger. They're going to continuously be preyed upon, be put to death, be, you know, put to death at the hands of people, be locked up in, in jail or be in bad situations because they don't have that sensory in them. And they want you to be like them. They want you to lack that sensory in you, that sensory of caution. They want you to lack that sensory, that serpentine sensory of caution, like them. So then you end up falling into those pitfalls, into those pratfalls. You end up falling into those. You end up in a bad situation. You end up losing your life, losing your children's lives. See, this is for our protection. This is for our well-being. And it should always be you know, instill soul within your children if they don't have it already. They might naturally be born with it. You see, watch your children and how they look at things. Pay attention to your children and, and their stare when they're talking to you, when they're staring at you, when they're talking to you. Pay attention to your children early. Pay attention to how they interact with other people. Pay attention. How they stare, how they talk to you, all of that. Because that will tell you how their sensory is going to be. I already know with my daughter. I already know she's got very strong sensory. She looks at everything. She watches everything. She examines everything. So I always got to be mindful of what I do around her or what I say around her. She already can tell with her already. She sees everything. Her eyes are so, her eyes are very piercing. You see, like a serpent. Very much so. And of course that I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I was able to pass that on to her. You know. Because that lets me know that she'll be okay in the world. She'll be okay. 
even after I'm gone, she's going to be fine. See, because when you carry that state of paranoia, like I said, you want your children. If you don't have children, if you have them, you want them, you want them to be fine. You want them to be able to maneuver. You know, that analogy of pushing the bird out of the nest and making them fly or whatever the case may be, making sure that they can stand up and take care of themselves. I'm not saying abandon your children, don't do that, keep them with you. But like I said, they have to grow this within them. This is a survival skill. This is a survival sensory. Paranoia is a survival sensory. You see? You see? Paranoia is a survival sensory. And we must always have that. We must always have that survival sensory if we're going to live forward into the future. So let me go ahead and answer these questions before we get out of here. What is paranoia? What What is paranoia heightened sensory? That's really what paranoia is. Paranoia is really nothing but heightened sensory of danger and dangerous and, you know, difficult uh, uh, situations. That's what it is. That's all. And we must always be focused on that sensory and protecting our, and protecting that sensory and never allowing people to tell us that we can be too paranoid. There's no such thing as being parano- too paranormal because all that means is very normal. See, is it the same thing? Uh, heightened sensory? Yeah, it's paranoia, but again, they try to put a very bad spin on, par- on the paranormal, you know, on the heightened sensory of a person. They try to make it a bad thing because really they want you to go around trusting everybody because when you trust everybody in this society, you make yourself victims or prey to people. That's how our people lost the society and lost all of our society because we did not use our highest sensory. We allow people to tell us to trust everybody, love everybody, cut off that sensory, don't, don't, don't make any judgments on anybody. No, we have to, especially in this time as we're going forward. Who do people believe it's different. Who, why do people believe that these are different? Why do people believe that it's different? Because, again, they don't want to associate that heightened sense with paranoia because then they're going to have to admit that certain people are on point in their form of paranormal behavior and activity and thought versus people who are not. They don't ever want you to think that they'd rather have you thinking people are uh, uh, off or delusional rather than have you think that rather than have you know that certain people use this paranormal behavior or paranormal paranormal uh, sensory as a form of heightened protection as a form of heightened uh, um, sensory as a form of higher sense paranormal activity or paranormal behavior is a form of heightened sense they don't want you to know it because again you'll see the flaws in those who don't have it can people be paranoid? Yeah, you got people who can be paranoid because, again, you know, paranoid, even though I say it means paranormal, but paranoid, you know, is was a word that was, you know, shorthand and created by the beast for those people who are too delusional and don't, and don't realize where that focus of paranormal, paranormal behavior should be aimed at and who it shouldn't be, you know, who it shouldn't, you know, whether you're making bad judgments or not. They don't know where you're supposed to focus that and where you're not supposed to focus that. Or the right people to focus on and the wrong people. 
can the paranoia be fake? Yeah, it can. A lot of people fake it every day. The people who act as though they have foresight when they don't. The people who act like they know what's going on when they don't. Those are the people who fake it every day, and those are the people who will tell you if you have that nasty capability that you shouldn't have it at all. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Mencares. This has been Mental Light Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Fragile state. Good night.